0: It's time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday. Tomorrow the Dons travel to the capital to face managerless Hibs. After a week in which a goalless draw against Killy was followed up with progress in the Scottish Cup.
1: Still Scott Wright engineering and the shooting opportunity gets it into the path of McGinn. McGinn, goal!
0: That ball might fall for Greg Stewart, still Stewart goes round, that's a, a pen. penalty kick. Graham Smith brings him down. Sam Cosgrove taking a long run up against Graham Smith. Cosgrove comes forward and Cosgrove scores, no problem whatsoever. 2-0 to the Don, Sam Cosgrove with his 12th goal of the season. So Graham Shinney, that's a great turn by Greg Stewart, still Stewart chips it and that's in for number three, Greg Stewart with his first goal on his second spell with Aberdeen, his ninth of the season, we've played 37 minutes and it's now, well you think you could effectively say game over, Stenhouse,
1: we nil, Aberdeen three. Here comes the corner from the Aberdeen right and then the header, another, and it's gone in, the header came in there from Andy Munro. Here's Scott Wright, driving forward Plays a nice ball out to the left-hand side Craig Stewart's in lots of space Chips it up towards the far post But there's no... Oh, it's a dreadful lone goal I was going to say, there's nobody there from Aberdeen But in trying to head the ball clear Rory Donaldson has headed it into his own net To make it Stennismure 1, Aberdeen 4 We'll also look ahead to see what else
0: is in store Around the grounds this weekend And have the latest guesses on the predictor As well as the current league table very good evening. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me, as usual, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. And uh, Andrew. Um it was job done, professional manner uh, very cold conditions on Tuesday night down at Oakville
1: Yeah, uh, I think uh, as was said in the commentary on Tuesday night the, the gulf in quality between the top end of the Premiership and the bottom end of uh, League One was there for all to see and Aberdeen as you say, went about it in a thoroughly professional manner and won themselves through to a fifth round tie against Queen of the South at Pataudry a week on Sunday.
0: Yeah, looking forward to that one. another home tie against Lower League opposition which uh, you can't really complain about the way the draw has gone dave of course yesterday transfer window day and uh, <laughs> a lot of dons fans frustrated but uh, i suppose the the aberdeen did their business early early on if Greg Stewart had signed it at 11 o'clock last night everyone would have been saying what a great window but uh, the fact, fact is that we also managed to
2: keep certain players that we thought might be going away Yeah I think overall it's been a, a very decent uh, transfer window indeed for Aberdeen Dave and uh, Derek McInnes for one is is pleased that the window has slammed shut January is a really uncertain month
3: for lots of reasons you know players Hear things, always try to move me on. I hear things about he's coming and this, this one's coming. I've been asked umpteen questions. I've been asked about players. I've been linked with. Them. I've never heard them, um, such as the way the game is. Even yesterday, you no, know, all of a sudden somebody put something up on Twitter, a rumor about McKenna to Aston Villa, and I have twenty text messages from journalists. It's it's bonkers. It really has. It's went to a, a different level recently about the. Uh, And it's a lot of uncertainty can can happen in that period. Um, I'm just glad now, 1st of February, door's shut. Let's crack on with what's important.
0: We saw uh, three players going out on loan, Andrew, yesterday. Um, Bruce Anderson uh, and Scott Wright uh, to get them much-needed game time. Mark Reynolds with uh, Tommy Hoban back, with Mikey Devlin almost there. It was felt that after such a serious injury again it's important for Mark to get games under his belt.
1: Yeah and he'll benefit to no end from that because uh, he's going into very meaningful games every week as is uh, Bruce Anderson at Dunfermline who still harbour hopes of getting themselves at worst into a playoff place and maybe more particularly Scott Wright who I think the manager said it's going to be a new experience for him instead of being at the top end of the table it's battling against relegation but uh, obviously the manager trusts Jim McIntyre to develop up Scott Wright and give him game time and I think if Scott continues the form that he showed on Tuesday night he's going to be a major plus for the dense Park side
0: And Dave, the, before the, the window or when the window opened the manager mm. did state uh, at one of his press conferences his main targets were somebody up front a bit more uh, creative spark up front and a left back uh, and certainly it's job done as far as these two are concerned
2: yeah, that's exactly what he got. He got his main targets overall. Derek says he's satisfied now with the strength of his squads.
3: You know, I was in uh, constant dialogue with agents and, s- and certain players about the possibility of maybe coming. But you know that's that's the job, and that's the, jo- the job in January in particular. You know, you've got to try and be able to react to things. And so while there's uh, maybe disappointment from fans because transfer window deadline day, it, it's there to get excited about. Um, Maybe they didn't quite get the excitement they wanted. But I think if we actually look uh, at the actual squad we've got, we've got a squad there that hopefully can go and meet the demand that's facing us. Every manager, I'm sure, would always like another one. Um, But we got, I think, the opportunity to keep Gary and the opportunity to keep Scott, which for me was the most important thing. This
0: is Red Friday on North Sound 1. And uh, the one player, Max Lowe, coming back, that was a real boost, Andrew, wasn't it? Because we, we honestly... Thought there was no chance, particularly as he went straight into the the Derby team in his return.
1: Yeah, that, that was the thing. I mean, uh, when you saw him being a first pick for Derby, you thought, well, that's it. We're not going to see Max again. But he is back, and if he carries on the form that he showed in the latter part of uh, his first part in his loan spell, he's going to be a major influence in Aberdeen driving forward towards what we hope is a title challenge and a, a Scottish Cup challenge as well. But uh, you know. <coughs> Left backs of the quality of Max Lowe don't grow in trees, and it would have cost a lot of money to r- bring somebody in as good as Max.
0: Yeah, he certainly became very quickly Dave a fan's favourite. Uh, they, they took to him very, very quickly.
2: Yeah, he's been a class
4: acquisition. Max says it, it's been a mad couple of weeks for him. Getting tired of going back to Derby, packing my bags, going home, seeing my family, then two weeks after being tired of coming back, you know, it's a, it was a really quick turnaround, but. Um, like I said, the gaffers banned me, the lads have banned me about it. they've had a little trip to Dubai where they've worked hard but also got some sun. And there's me playing against top opposition, against Leeds and um, Southampton in the Cup, which were a really good experiences and it? it was nice to put a dog shirt back on. But you know I'm delighted to be back and um I need to progress the way I was going um in the first half of the season, yeah. Tomorrow we're down at Hibbs,
0: Andrew, and uh, they certainly have uh, been in the spotlight for not necessarily the right reasons recently. No Neil Lennon there, uh, but they're still... Without a manager, but uh, they made some signings yesterday.
1: They did, uh, which you know is a slightly strange scenario because you would think whoever comes in as manager to replace Neil Lennon uh, is he going to fancy Mark McNulty, who they got on loan from Reading, Darnell Johnson on loan from Leicester, or Gail Bagheerimana from Motherwell? Which to me is the strangest signing of the lot because um, a, a from my perspective, he plays the same role as Stevie Mallon does. What do you need another player doing the same job for? But uh, no, Hibbs will still be difficult opponents Uh, they're a good side, they've got a a good squad, they are missing key players and because of the turmoil behind the scenes, it might be a good time for Aberdeen to be visiting Easter Road
0: Yeah, but as Andrew said um, it is always a a tough place for us to go,
2: although we, we have a reasonable record down there yeah, absolutely. These games are are invariably closely fought uh, battles. Um, there's not usually a hatful of goals between either side. Whoever comes out on top, I, I think it will be uh, pretty tough for for Aberdeen. But Derek McInnes is confident his team can win a difficult encounter.
3: The aim is always to win three points wherever we play. You know, I think. Uh, There's been some good performances of late. Um, You know, to go Easter Road when they've been really strong at home. The record, I think, we were the first team to beat them, and we had to do it in penalties. Um, We lost a late equaliser down there in a game where we'd done so well and so many things right in the game, and we're so close to winning all three points. But Hibs deservedly get their equaliser that day, I think, with the pressure. So um, we we will have to bring a big performance, I think, if we're going to win the game, but. I think we're in good shape to do that. I think I was really pleased with our night. Um, you know, We've got, as I say, um, a wee bit of momentum going, hopefully, and we can, uh, three points tomorrow, would we'll do us no harm at all. You,
0: you don't know what's been going on, but, but you hear rumours, you hear certain things, and it, it does seem that, um, obviously, some of the squad just didn't get on with the, the manager, but others, say uh, conversely, I mean, David Gray. I thought it was quite telling his comments, saying that, as far as he was concerned, it was just a normal team meeting. Uh, but of course, he's one of the the old school professionals.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. It would appear that uh, Florian Camberry and Neil Lennon didn't see eye to eye. Um, Camberry is, to me, flattered to deceive a little bit at, uh, at Hibs. We've seen on occasions he's been very good I remember the the League Cup tie he missed a couple of absolute sitters in that which ultimately saw Hibs go out of the League Cup Uh, but you know the game has changed a bit now I don't think you you can go and you know really rip into players the way managers of old did but surely if you can't take a wee bit of criticism you're in the wrong business
0: I can't see Eddie Turnbull Dave managing (laughs) to hack it these days can you uh, yeah <laughs> it's, uh, yes, it's,
2: it is it is a, a totally change of situation, but it surely must affect them. Well, you you would think so. It all sounds really very strange. I think we'll never find out due to confidentiality clauses that, you know, exactly what happened at Easter Road. But, you know, Lennon departs. He's not been sacked. He's not resigned. He's not done anything wrong. His suspension was lifted. He leaves with everyone's best wishes. It was a mutual decision. It certainly doesn't add up. Definitely uncertainty there. But Max Lowe, he says he's unsure what effect that uncertainty behind the scenes
4: at Hibs will have. Have. I think it can work in both ways. You know, um, there's a bit of uncertainty at the club at Hills, but they've come back off a win at St Mirren, so they're going to be eager, around to go. Because of the position we're in, we're doing really well, and we want to keep pushing up the table. And they're going to know that. So hopefully, it works in the best way for us, and we go there and get the three points. But. We're not going to expect it to be an easy task. This
0: is North Sound 1's Red Friday. We'll continue our build-up for Hibs against Aberdeen tomorrow afternoon at Easter Road after these. It's time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. You're listening to North Sound 1's Red Friday and Aberdeen make the trip to Easter Road tomorrow to face off against the High Bees. We're hearing from Max Low before the break, Dave, and uh, I think, uh, you know, he's certainly been welcome back and Max epitomises
2: what a good dressing room we've got here at Petaudry at the moment. Totally, Dave. It's superb to see him back. He really is a class player. He had a superb uh, first half of the season. He's settled straight back into it. And he says
4: Aberdeen really feels like home now. I know I've only been here for six months, but there's a real family feeling about the club. The Gaff has been fantastic with me. And the lads have been seconds and on, you know. And they made me feel at home within the first two weeks. You know, the lads were taking me out for food. After the first day I was here, you know, I've met some friends for life, so I can't really fault anyone at the club. And I feel like that has helped me progress as a footballer on the pitch, you know, because I'm comfortable with the people around me off the pitch. It only works that way on the pitch as well. Yeah, we t- we
0: spoke, we touched on the Neil lens situation, Andrew, before the the break. But uh, I think the the sad thing from the Premiership, he was always good good value, and uh, it's it's a loss, no doubt.
1: Without question, I mean, he was a character. He was a winner. Um, he he made Hibs one of the most exciting sides in the country to watch and it is uh, very sad that um, we're not going to see him, well not at Hibs he may pop up somewhere else but you, you do think that that could have soured his relationship with Scottish football and he may appear south of the border now but um, he he more than most uh, really lit up Edinburgh football over the last few years
2: You're a Neil Lennon fan Dave? Yeah, I, I think as a manager, very good, very motivational, very colourful. You certainly can't accuse him of uh, being dull. Uh, he did very well indeed for Hibernian and I'm sure he will bounce back. I tend to agree that um, it, it probably won't be north of the border um, unless, of course, Brendan Rodgers happens to leave Celtic with that. Might be a different story. I think he'll he'll end up uh, to, at an English side, but he, he'll do well. And uh,
3: Derek McInnes, he's been also having his say on the Neil Lennon situation. Listen, I'm not privy to what's been on there over a period of time, obviously. um, It's came to a head recently and and ultimately Neil has lost his job, which is um, one way or the other, I think, is is disappointing. I think he was brilliant for Hibs. Um, I think he was good for the Scottish game, always has been. Um, So on a personal level, manager to manager, I'm disappointed that he's no longer the Hibs manager. I think he was very, very good for them but obviously key relationships at clubs are are very important you know and if there's been a breakdown there or whatever I don't know as I say I'm no privy to that Um, all I do know is um, Hibs are a good club and I know Neil enjoyed working there and Neil's a very good manager and somebody else will get the benefit of that now
0: Back to transfer window Andrew and there were bids for Scott McKenna in the window for Gary uh, mackay Stephen, rejected by the club, and I think the, the the board deserve credit for rejecting those bids because there have been times when any bid from a Scottish uh, from an English club for a, a Scottish player would be, be you know jump uh, clubs <laughs> yeah, would jump be, at them. But uh, be, mm-hmm. it's great that uh, we still do have GMS, we still do have S-
1: Scott McKenna, and of course uh,
0: Graham Shinney who was the other one that, that potentially you could see having moved
1: out. Yeah. Three very, very important players in the squad. The captain, Graham, obviously, um, still hasn't announced what his plans are, but uh, we all sincerely hope that they are staying at Aberdeen. Uh, GMS, again, you know, I think um, Gary appreciates the job that the club has done in returning him to becoming an international player. And Scott McKenna, who's been with the club since day one of his football career um, you know and now has captained his his country, has played for his country. Um, He will go in the fullness of time but maybe now not quite the right time so three vitally important cogs in the Aberdeen wheel and great to have them staying on for at least the next six months or so.
4: Yeah
0: certainly Scott McKenna likely to perhaps move in the summer Dave but uh, the manager is still hopeful. The other two we've mentioned Graham and Gary might to decide that their futures lie up to
2: Yeah, and on, on speaking to Derek uh, this morning, you know, he seemed to be, uh, you know, reasonably confident that his skipper will stay beyond the summer. We agree, we'll...
3: Well, I'll speak to him again next week, uh, we, uh, we've had one or two discussions um, and obviously wanted to get this one out without adding any more, um, but he, uh, he he is someone who has clearly got the club at heart and, and knows his importance within the club um, and hopefully we can get some clarity on that maybe next week uh, the week after.
0: We've heard from the Aberdeen camp in depth. Let's hear from Hibs caretaker manager Eddie May.
2: Aberdeen are all the stuff. Aberdeen are uh, a very good team. I think they've showed that over a number of years. There, it's a, a very very good manager in Scotland. But one thing I'll say, Hibs have always been competitive in fixtures against Aberdeen. There's only one occasion then when we played last year they got beat for nothing. That's on the back of playing against Celtic and Rangers in and then going into Aberdeen. It was probably a little bit too much at that stage, but. We're more than confident that we can go and make an impression in the game tomorrow because we have been successful in terms of pushing Aberdeen very close and beating Aberdeen, and uh, so we hope to do that tomorrow.
0: Hibs against Aberdeen at
2: Easter Road tomorrow afternoon, 3pm kickoff. off Day 1 to watch in red. Uh, One to watch for me, Greg Stewart, showed a real class to dink home a goal at Steny in midweek to open his Don's account second time around. And he scored a screamer at Easter Road
1: for Killy earlier in the season. Let's have more of the same tomorrow, please. Andrew? Uh, Joe Lewis for me, four clean sheets in seven games against Hibs. He's never lost to them and he always plays well in Edinburgh. Okay, right, let's say turn to the predictor and Andrew you've got
0: the latest league table well last oh. week
1: was not brilliant for for me in particular I have scored Good. one point to take my tally to 101 <laughs> uh, the Red Army got three they've moved on to 85 Dave Galloway you got eight, three you're also an 85 and Ooh. Dave you scored three as well you got the Celtic result correct and uh, you've moved on to 99 so tight at the top and still two strugglers way in our wake Dave yeah, we'll, we'll start with the
0: <laughs> (laughs) struggler. Uh, Tonight's game, (laughs) Kilmarnock against Hearts uh, at Rugby Park. Dave, how do you see that one going?
2: Uh, Well, Dave, Killy uh, have won eight and drawn three of the last 12 games as they maintain momentum. I'm going for 2-0, Killy.
1: Andrew? Yeah, 2-0, Kilmarnock. I think uh, at home, they'll be too strong for Hearts. Uh, I've gone 2-1. Starting
0: off uh, with the tomorrow games, Hamilton, Dundee, Andrew?
1: Well, I think the arrival of Scott Wright could galvanise Dundee and and see them 1-2-1 one, one.
2: Dave uh, That is exactly the score I've gone for Dave Fine flowing football May well be In pretty short supply here But I've spoken to Jim McIntyre And he says All that matters For his much changed squad Is getting a win Okay I've gone for 2-2 Two.
0: Um, of course, Brian Rice, maybe the, the new manager effect. Staying with you
2: uh, for Motherwell against Livingston, Dave. Well, Livy's recent results, they certainly haven't been good, Dave. It two defeats, uh, sorry, four defeats and two draws in the last six games. Motherwell with two wins on the spin heading into this one. I'm going for
1: Motherwell one, Livingston nil. Andrew? I think Motherwell will win it as well. I think it'll be 2 1.
0: And I've gone for 1-1.
1: Andrew Rangers at home to St Mirren. Well, it's just a case of how many, isn't it? I mean, you you would really fancy Rangers to to run up a cricket score there. But I think St Mirren will make life difficult for them. But in the end of the day, Rangers will be too good 3-0 to the home side.
2: Dave? Saints really struggling Rangers very strong at home St Mirren could take a pasting tomorrow I'm going 4-0 Rangers That's
0: exactly what I've gone for and the big one tomorrow afternoon Dave, Hibbs against Aberdeen.
2: Well Hibbs will battle away we know that, games at Easter Road are often close run affairs this one I feel will be no different but a narrow away win 2-1 Aberdeen Andrew? Yeah I'd agree with that 2-1 to the Dons. I've gone 2-0 and Sunday St Johnston
0: against Celtic Andrew?
1: Well it was 6-0 to Celtic Last time they visited McDermott Park I don't think it's going to be quite as bad For St Johnstone there But you do get the impression That if Celtics score early uh, They will run away with it And I I see them doing that And winning 4-1 Dave?
2: I'm going for one less St Johnson 1, Celtic 3. And I'm going for one lesser
0: even than that. I'm going St Johnson 1, <laughs> Celtic, Cesar? lesser, Celtic 2. So uh, representing the Red Army this week, uh, none other than a legend, a Don's legend,
2: John McMaster. OK, Red Friday predictor time. Let us start, John, with Friday night's game. What's the scoreline going to be between Kilmarnock and Hearts? 3 1. Kelly. 3-1 Killie, Quite decisive. Saturday games now. Hamilton versus Dundee. Two each. Motherwell against Livingston. 3-1 Motherwell. Rangers face St Martin. 4-0. The Rangers. 4-0. I'm a Morton man. More than mine. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> As you want. Silly question really. 4-0 St Martin. <laughs> no you never do that In would fact, you. In fact it's 5-0. It's 5-0. It's, it's, it's just bye. gone up so it's 5-0. 5-0. Oh. OK. And... Aberdeen travel to Hibbs. Oh that's dodgy. Two one Aberdeen. Two one Aberdeen and finally St Johnston on Sunday at home to Celtic. I think I'll be a three nil shot, Celtic.
0: Well, the Peterheads game at Cownbeath is off, as is uh, the junior Highland League, Andrew, just decimated.
1: Yeah, the pick of the games in the Highland League were going to be for Martin and Cove, Verude Locos and Lossiemouth, and un- unfortunately, both very early, early casualties, but with this sub-zero temperatures, I can't see there being very much North, lower league football being played at all. And
0: Dave, you were speaking to John McMaster and he he, he was telling you a, a, a lovely story re- regarding the, the Cup Winners' <laughs> Cup final.
2: Yeah indeed I I caught up with John this week He's now delivering Motivational speeches To businesses Based on the wisdom Of Sir Alex Uh, Here he is Talking about Fergie In the aftermath Of that winning goal Against Real When Hewitt scored his goal (laughs) Johnny Hewitt scored his goal The boss was going to take him off ten
3: minutes before it You know because He hadn't been Out in the position That the manager Wanted him to go out And uh, when Hewitt scored The boss got up (laughs) And he fell into the puddle, it was soaking wet, he fell, and everybody just ran over the tap <laughs> He was looking back to see, hey, I fell, where were you going? Keep a hat on there or just on the park, you know, it was mass. But that's the way it was, you know. And you come into the dressing room, and the dressing room would go silent. But with other managers, he could come into the dressing room, and the, the dressing room would still be talking. So that's the sort of thing
0: it got, he got respect. That's it for another week on Red Friday. Hibs against Aberdeen at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon at Easter Road. Have a great weekend. See you next week. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday.